Hi, friend, and welcome to the Dr. Melissa Show, where together we explore what it means to be human and the many ways to unlock, activate, and ignite your day to master your life. Today, I want to share an open, honest, and possibly very raw episode. In fact, I may break down moments into this. I want to talk about worth, self-worth, self-love. A couple of years ago, I got really inspired to um, create something called the Worth Code. And I made a guided audio meditation. In fact, it's available over on my website at docmelissa.com. And as I was beginning this process, I was posting a lot about it. I was kind of asking questions to my audience, to my friends, to my family, to my followers. And I overwhelmingly saw how many people messaged me personally to get a copy of the worth code. Now, this would presuppose that on some level, many people are acknowledging that they struggle themselves with truly valuing their own worth. And I had another massive epiphany literally 15 minutes ago. And after kind of bawling my eyes out for a few minutes, <laughs> I knew it was an important message. One that I needed to share, not only for myself, but for all of us. Because it is quite a fascinating thing how we somehow, many of us, hold this belief that we're less than, that we're not worthy, and that life has to become a journey of proving, of proving our worth, of proving how deserving we are of love, of health, of happiness, of connection, of friendships, of, of careers that we aspire to, of, of carrying out a purpose that's so deep and meaningful to us, worthy of wealth, of money, of, of safety, of security, of comfort. And so we live a life in this false illusion that we're not enough. And there is an underpinning to how that unconsciously drives all of our actions, our perceptions, our habits and our beliefs. And as we are moving through our lives, kind of just hoping that, man, I'm playing by the rules. I'm dotting my I's. I'm crossing my T's. I'm doing the things, the things that I was told to do. First of all, who told us to do those things, right? <laughs> Whether it was a, a parent, a media outlet, somewhere out there, somebody's story of how we're supposed to show up to prove ourselves day after day in hopes of finding our worth. Well, I'm going to share with you throughout this that that truly is not the case. I want you to know right here and right now, just if you're listening to my voice, and you may know this consciously, so I want to invite your unconscious mind into this conversation to let you consciously and unconsciously know just how worthy you are completely completely worthy. Now, what brought me to this moment? What is making me record this 
episode for you, for me, for all of us today. Well, without going into full detail on this, I'm going to give you, because I like to keep these a bit shorter, so I want to give context, but also give you a takeaway. So I, probably like many of us, grew up in an abusive and unhealthy environment and physically, mentally, emotionally, sexually, all the things, right? And, and, uh, and it was interesting because, and there's two points I want to make because I think this is important for us individually and especially if you're a parent. So I remember being a teenager, well, maybe an ad, like a preteen going into teen and dealing with all these things and feeling like I didn't want to hurt my mother. I was strong. She was already hurting. She was having a life of hardship and I didn't want to put more on her. And I didn't think anybody else could understand or would understand. So things that were going on in my life, I decided, hey, I'm quite capable. I felt actually more adult than many of the adults around me at that time. Um, And so I made decisions, right? I made decisions that I'm tough, I'm strong, I'm capable, I'm going to handle this stuff and I'm going to take care of it. And I don't need to bother everybody else about this. Now, why do I tell you this? I didn't realize, I thought I was doing something really good by not telling my mother. Years later, I told my mother. Yesterday, I found a journal of my mother's. My mother passed away um, uh, 15 years ago now, coming up on 15 years in May. And I just found this journal. And basically, as an adult, when I shared things with her from my time as a teen, which were pretty traumatic. She couldn't wrap her head around it. And she was really struggling with how did I not know this as a parent? How do I make sense of this now as a parent when this has already passed and happened? What does this mean? What does this mean about me? What does this mean about my family? And my point again of sharing this is I didn't know by not opening my mouth the harm I was doing, not only to myself, but later in life to the very person I was trying to protect and love so much. And so I'm bringing this part of the story up first, because now here I sit as a mother of a teen who I have a really incredible relationship with, thankfully. So I feel, and yet, and he does confide in me how so many fellow teens, um, are doing this thing that they call fake happy. They fake happy. And I think all of us have faked happy at one time or another. Maybe we fake happy on a daily basis. For some reason, we don't think somebody will understand us. For some reason, we think we'll be judged. We won't be accepted. We won't be loved. And so what I'm sharing with you is this idea is, is fake happy really a protective mechanism against a deeper issue of worth, being worthy of protection, acceptance, understanding, compassion, kindness, support, love. When I was a teen, I didn't know anything about worth. I didn't know that I wasn't feeling worthy because I felt very strong. And what was interesting, and I'm going to bring some of these pieces together, 
what just came to me again, this is all kind of flooding in over the past 24 hours. And I, it's, it is real, it is raw. And I also feel it's very important because I know it's not something that I alone have gone through because I've got the numbers of how many people have opted in to the worth code. I know that we are all seeking greater first self-acceptance, self-worth and self-love. And how do we continue to fill ourselves up first? You see, that's my mission is to support not only myself, but each and every one of us that ever I encounter just to remember to begin within self first, self love first. So let me tie this all up. I was married years ago before I was able to marry the amazing love of my life now. And my first husband, we also had a lot of challenges. Um, and after our divorce, but he was, he was a doctor as I was, he was an amazing healer. And we did this session after we were divorced and it was kind of an energy healing session. And, uh, and he was working on me and he, he said, and I don't even remember the exact words, but the, the point that came up is he tapped into something energetically. I never, ever consciously identified with this or even said this, but he addressed my self-worth and he's like, and he said that I am worthy. I am worthy of love. I am worthy. And again, consciously, I never thought I was unworthy. I wasn't walking around going, oh man, I'm not worthy. I suck. I felt quite capable, quite competent. But in the moment that he actually told me I was worthy, I was like, holy shit. I, I have not felt worthy. And in that same exact moment, it was a opening of, and I want to feel more whole. I want to feel more worthy within myself first. Now this was, gosh, about 20 years ago. And I would say that was really the switch for me when the unconscious became conscious, when the very thing I wasn't aware of, I became aware of. And I, and, and in becoming conscious of something, it doesn't mean that anything's wrong with you or I. It's simply a beautiful moment where now a light can be shined into a space or a place within ourselves. And for me, it was an invitation into saying, wow, I get to now more fully embrace celebrate, understand, discover, and support self-worth, self-love for myself. And as I became stronger, understanding how to fill myself up first, then I had more to fill out and to overflow and to bring effortlessly, not efforting, not trying to fake it till I make it, not faking happy, but really being able to show up without worry, without feeling that I'm doing this to make everybody else happy, but to really ensure that what I was saying yes to honored me. It was in alignment with me. And it was so authentic that it was just this really enriching experience, whatever I ended up saying yes to. Now I've, I've stumbled along the way. Don't get me wrong. The past 20 years, I've not had it all figured out from this moment of recognizing worth, but I want to tie this all together today for you. My mother lived a life of feeling unworthy. She didn't feel that anybody understood her. And then 
that continued to manifest itself in bigger and bigger and more complicated ways throughout her life. The pain that she carried within her, I believe, was part of the pain that created the cancer within her that slowly ate away at her. And so I want, hmm, here come the tears. I want to honor her and I want to honor you and me and each of us on this human journey to let you know that, you know, if I could have only let my mother know how much I saw her, how much I saw her beauty, her grace, her kindness, her heart. And while I thought I was, it was never enough for her to see it for herself. We can never love another enough for them to love themselves, which is why it's essential to make you your number one job, your number one priority. It's not being selfish. It's being selfless to love yourself so fully. And the gift that my mother gave me that I want to pass on to you is the gift of how absolutely essential it is to love yourself, to accept yourself, to get yourself, to free yourself of all the coulda, woulda, shouldas, to free yourself of all of the judgments, to free yourself of this thought that you have to go prove who you are, that you have to prove that you're worthy, that you're lovable. No, you already are. And the gift that my ex-husband gave me was making the unconscious conscious. And today I want to give that gift to you as well. Consider for just a moment, does any part of you feel less than? Does any part of you question your full worth, your full value, your full power and beauty? passion and purpose. If on any level you question your own worth, I'm going to invite your unconscious to let that become conscious because in the moment that you can simply acknowledge to yourself, yep, there's a part of me. There's this belief. There's this thing. There's this energy. There's this essence that I've been carrying around that I thought that in order to be worthy, to be lovable, to be likable, to be successful, to be meaningful, I had to go do something. I had to go become something. I had to prove something. The moment the unconscious can become conscious, the moment you can simply invite in some softness and gentleness to your soul about going, yep, there's a part of me that, wow, I haven't felt worthy. May this be the moment that the spotlight shines upon that with love for you. May this be your moment to begin a deeper self-practice, committing to self first, self-worth, self-love, self-acceptance, 
first. And you might say, oh my God, Melissa, great. Thank you. Woo. <laughs> how, do I, how do I do that? I'm going to let you know that again, the moment the unconscious becomes conscious, things immediately shift. You're already in process just by listening to this today. You are shifting energetically. You are shifting emotionally. You are shaking the dirt off of the roots of those spaces that have been compressed and trapped unknowingly within. And you're allowing some possibility to now open. Kind of these spaces where light, cracks of light can come in. And so the first thing that I'm going to invite you just to allow is the softness to come in. It's amazing how we want to try to analyze it all. But I'm really going to encourage you as the dirt shakes from the roots, as you feel shaken to your core, as you go, holy moly, there's more within me. There's more worth that I can support and I can, I can celebrate. There's more love I can give to myself. There's more love that I can express outward. There's more love that I can receive. When you begin there, simply allow yourself to move from your heart to your head. I mean, <laughs> from your head to your heart, rather. It's really about being in your heart and allowing yourself to feel to the extent that it is safe. Now, the last thing I'm going to say before I wrap this up today is oftentimes we protect ourselves so tightly. Nothing in my mother's life about love felt safe. Year after year, she continued to close parts of herself down, parts of herself off, so that she could survive. And so sometimes tapping into worth, self-worth, self-love, can feel almost scary. Wait a minute, I've done a really good job, says the brain, <laughs> to protect you from all of these places when you didn't feel worthy, when you didn't feel understood, when you didn't feel love. And so what I want to invite you to know is that this is a massive shift from out there to in here. It's no longer about finding your worth and your love through external sources. External will amplify the internal. So it's about saying, let me turn the mirror on myself and an unconscious mind. It is going to be safe because I get to start with appreciating myself. Now you may not feel in a place where you can love yourself right now. So perhaps step one is simply appreciating yourself. It could be simply acknowledging yourself. It could be taking time each day to simply acknowledge and celebrate simple little things that you do well. Giving yourself permission to celebrate your own wins, your own worth, your own ability to recognize love for yourself and for life. Taking a moment simply to sit in stillness, notice what you notice. As I'm sitting here, I notice the sun coming in on me, 
the warmth that I feel. I hear road noise, a big semi-truck going by down in the distance. I hear the birds singing around me. And I can have appreciation just for this moment of recognizing my ability to notice and appreciate myself appreciating life. And guess what? Yay for me! Yay for you! That's a win. <laughs> so wins are small and wins are large. And, and self-worth and self-love becomes your greatest job, your greatest reward, your most essential mission. So my friend, as I wrap up today, I invite you to know that you are worthy you are lovable, and you're absolutely miraculous. You truly are here with intention. You know, my mother never got to know her purpose, but a big part of her purpose was everything she gave to me. Sometimes we don't consciously know, but if you do tune in, you will begin to notice the things that just feel ah, easier to the soul, easier in your body. Those are the subtle cues that you're in alignment with your purpose and your path. And even the difficult moments when you bring your whole heart, your whole capacity, that is where you get to prove to yourself, although you don't have to prove anything. But if you really need to, that is where you prove to yourself just how worthy, how competent, how capable, how lovable and amazing you are. And if I could give you any one last gift today is to know that there is no proving that needs to be done. You do not need to endure. You do not need to struggle. Worth and love is actually quite effortless. It is a, it's the spaces and the places within you that you get to soften into, that you get to allow to expand, that you get to simply notice and acknowledge and say yes, please, and thank you too. And anything that would constrict those spaces of light, you just say, mm, maybe, no, thank you. No, thank you. Not today. And as you just practice your own discernment, just feeling into all that you are, you begin to expand and evolve forward with more of who you are and you've always been here to be. You get to feel your full power. You get to feel and embody your wholeness, your heart, your mind, your body, your soul. You get to express the magic that is you more effortlessly without proving, without efforting. It is effortless and it is joyful. It is energizing. It gives back into you and over you and in you and through you. It is a beautiful dance. So my friend, I hope this resonates on some way. And I offer these gifts from my heart to yours. Today I thank the energy and the essence and the spirit of my mother. I actually thank 
the lessons from my ex-husband. I thank the lessons from my life, from my husband and my son today. The ability to be in a place to recognize we don't have to fake happy. We get to show up. We get to share. We get to love ourselves and love one another. For that is our true nature. So I hope on some way today you have felt my heart and my words. I thank you for listening. If somebody else needs this message, I invite you to share it with them. Share it out. We all need to remember we're not alone and we're not in this alone. And you're allowed to love yourself. You're allowed to love the unlovable parts of yourself that are lovable. You're allowed to love your quirks, your weirdness, your wonderfulness, your uniqueness, your power, your fragility, everything. That is what is amazing about you. Thank you for this time. Thank you as always for listening. I'm honored to have shared this time and this message with you. So from my heart to yours, I'm going to sign off now. And as you ever need a bit, a dose of inspiration or information, I invite you to visit me over at docmelissa.com. I make this pledge to you that I will continue to show up and share more, more light-filled messages, both of science and soul, of love, of joy, of potential, and inspiration and hope, and steps and strategies and practices and implementable steps so that this can be more than just thoughts in your brain. This can come alive in your heart, can be expressed through your soul and experience each and every day as together you and I continue to say yes, yes to you so that you now may move into your day, igniting your day, day by day to master this beautiful, amazing life.